Stavia. Good morning this morning. Good to Good have morning. you. Good morning. Good morning, to you and the listeners. So glad you could honor the date. You didn't stand us up. Yes, I nearly did. I'm a little bit under the weather, but with God's grace, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Hey, this flu is rough, eh? Yes, Abudimandla. Yo, I almost said, you know what, guys, kick up a day off. Hey, Batu, Batu. <laughs> Are you getting all the Mushanguzo and Iwasho yeah. and, yeah. you know, all those things? Yeah, I'm making sure that, yeah, I, I'm, I'm putting in the right things in my body to be to be strong, Abudimandla. Yeah, even the home remedies, mom knows best all the time. Yes, yes. Listen, I say, Abudimandla, I am doing everything that is within my power to ensure that I'm getting myself better. Yeah, please take it easy and really, really do look after you. I will. I will, sir. Thank you so much. Why? Huh? Have yeah. a very strong and clear why behind your being in your workspace. Yes, yes. Jeez, this is like uh, solve for X. <laughs> yeah, you know why? Um, I find that a lot of the times we find ourselves dissatisfied in jobs because we don't establish that strong why behind why we occupy a job or a space. So we sometimes go into a job thinking that it will automatically lead us to God's divine sense of purpose or we secretly anticipate that the line manager we report to will be able to identify in us how we are wired and help us to develop those inherent abilities and lead us to our destination. So we secretly wish our leaders would be sincerely concerned about us as individuals instead of role fillers, forgetting that in every role that you fill through a job, it's for you to help the owner of that company to reach their vision. So we, we get disgruntled, we get dissatisfied as the years progress in what we are doing because we lose purpose, we lose the sense of purpose or clarification on why, why did you even take that job in the first place. If your why is not strong, I would mind that it's going to be very tough for you to endure, to persevere, because career paths are, do have ups and downs like anything else in life. So having a very strong and a very clear why is what will keep you, you know, um, um, going forward, regardless of what, what happens in, in your way to your, to whatever your forward looks like. Is this also going to be one of the ways you cope with uh, not getting to where you need to be in the time that you allocated yourself? Exactly. That's why I'm saying it's important to know this because this will help you also to manage your expectations properly, I would manage. Sometimes we walk into spaces or walk into opportunities, you know, very, having very high expectations, which is good, you know, having high expectations Having good expectations is healthy because then you prepare for the best and you don't expect the worst. However, this, there are things that do happen and they don't always happen the way that you would have wanted them to happen or the way that you would want um, to do uh, according to your plans and things don't roll out in the, in the manner that you, were, you had anticipated. You walk into a space and you think that in the next three to four years I'm going to be the next supervisor or manager and things derail or there's detours or 
things happen in the in-between. So having a clear purpose and a vision on why you took that role is going to help you in those times to really stay anchored and afloat, Abutimandla, and to not forget why you are there and what's the reason behind you occupying that space. Where are you going? You know, why Why are you there? And it's going to also help you in terms of your performance, Abutimandla, because sometimes when things start not working out the way we want to, it starts even showing in how we carry ourselves in terms of how we are supposed to be delivering what we signed on the contract that we will be delivering in exchange for that remuneration. Because in essence, that is what a job is about. As much as we, we have big hopes and dreams about it, but when you bring it back to basics, Abutimandla, when you say yes by signing on the dotted line, you are saying, I'm going to do this job regardless of how I'm feeling, regardless of whether it's dark or blue, but I will give my best in this job in exchange of the remuneration that I agreed to. And that's the reason why you're there. That's why you woke up even though you're under the weather, ne? Yeah. <laughs> True. You see, if I didn't have a strong why, I would demand that. I'd probably use this as an excuse to say, you know, I'd whatever, I'm, not, I'm just not going to answer my phone this morning. And forgetting that this is something that is going to now hit me because this is also a reflection. You know, our work is, is not, it doesn't define who we are, but how we do it is a reflection of who we are. So we need to also just keep that in the front of our minds each and every time we interact with what we are doing in our different spaces. So the why then also brings you to um, having conversations with yourself, rediscovering why you are where you are now um, in pursuit of where you need to be. Exactly, with Manda. That's why, you know, I was, as I was preparing for this yesterday, I was having a discussion with myself to say, sometimes when you start a journey in a, in a career or in a job or in a business, you walk into it having a particular why. When I started my first job, my why was I want to make sure that I'm able to take care of my child at that time. Um, being a very young mother who had just recently graduated and there were so many things that were happening in my life, but one of them was to make sure that I take full responsibility of making a decision to be a parent. So I was very adamant in saying I need to enter the workspace so, so that I can start getting money to be able to take care of my son's needs, etc., that why in that particular time was enough. But as the years progressed, you start realizing that you need to dig deeper because if a why is external to, to circumstances that are outside of you, as the years or as time progresses, that becomes unsustainable. Why? Because sometimes you do something for your family members or you sacrifice for your spouse or your children, but you realize that they don't see that sometimes or they are not reciprocating that gratitude that you would wish you could get out of them so that it's like almost like a motivating factor to say, oh my gosh, my husband or my children are supportive of me, so I'll keep doing this even when I don't want to or even when it's hard. So as time goes on, you need to make sure that you, you, you reflect and you evaluate and check your why to make sure that it is strong enough to keep you anchored up with Mandela because if it starts off as being something you are doing for someone else, in that moment it's okay. But there has to be a time where you spend time now 
going a bit deeper to say, okay, I know when I started off, this was about my son or this was about my, my spouse, but how is this in alignment to what I want for my life so that you don't always have to um, attach your motivation to things that are outside of you because the strongest motivation is the one that is driven from within. That will keep you perseverant throughout the storms that do come, unfortunately, even in the world of work. But also the, discovering the why can be tricky in the sense that either it can help keep you on course in terms of the achievements that you want to have in your life, but also it could bring you to a sobering realization that you need to change direction or maybe change the place where you are. Absolutely. I would mind that you are spot on in saying that. That's why we need to ensure that we, when we establish our why, it should be from a, a place of truth, I would mind that. You know, sometimes you do things because um, I stepped into a job because I wanted to make my parents happy or do what my spouse thinks is, is the right thing to do or I stepped into a job because it's offering me, you know, money and tangibles that I want. However, there's that disconnection in terms of you emotionally connecting to what you're doing and seeing the bigger picture of it. So yes, as much as there is an incentive outside of yourself, outside of your own values that says keep doing this. But at some point you start feeling like I just don't want to do this anymore because there's that that disconnection between you and what you're supposed to be doing because the, the driving force behind why you're doing this is not coming from a place of truth. It's not linked to your values, which is your values are the most important things because they are the driving force behind every decision and behavior that you do is usually linked to what matters to you. So if something is not sincerely linked to what matters to you, as time progresses, it will even show in how you're behaving and how you're acting to say, mm, perhaps this this is not something that I really want to do. I'm doing it, but it's probably for the wrong reasons. I need to find the right reasons that will suit what is intrinsic to myself and to what matters to me. Also, the why I find, uh, you know, when people talk about relationship coaching, uh, that is the most difficult question to answer because then it, it says to people, you might be as upset, you might probably want to fly out of the window, but come back to the why. If we can truthfully answer the why, then it's either yay or nay. Yeah, yes, that's true, I would mind that. Um, it's as simple as that, I would mind that. We, we just need to understand why we are doing something. You know, I always say um, purpose is what births, you know, a vision. If there's a reason that is strong behind why you are doing something, there will always be a vision to what there will always be this, this, this picture that you envision of the outcome that you are heading to. And that is what will keep you going towards that goal that you have in your mind. But if the purpose or the, the why behind what you're doing is not strong, a lot of the times you won't know where to go because you, you lose focus of your target because you don't have any target. So whether it's in a relationship, whether it's in a career, whether it's in, in anything that you do, I only say have a reason why you're doing it. If you are going to be watching TV, for example, 
have a reason why you're going to be spending 15 or 30 minutes on an hour behind a screen. What is it that you want to achieve? If there's no there's no target in anything that you do, in any activity, my son will even tell you, he even complains to say, Mama, when I'm in everything, there must be a reason why I'm doing it. I'm like, yes, because that, that makes you a purpose-driven person. You say, you never step into anything without unpacking and establishing the why behind it. Why take the effort and the time to do something that means nothing to you? It doesn't make sense to me. Also, the why in relation to um, people on on a personal level or in relation to uh, your seniors, um, you know, I like the example of your son. If your child asks for money and you ask them why, many times they don't really have an answer or they get upset as to why do you want to know? And you say, I want to understand why you want money for X when there's why that you could consider with the same money. Make me understand why, because I think many of us want to understand, why am I doing this for yeah. you? What is it that uh, I, I, I must jump up and do this for you? It's not that I'm going to deny you that which you want, but when I understand yeah. it's a bit better. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, with Mandla. And I think also you're so right when you say when it comes to the the boss-employee relationship as well. Understanding your why is so important simply because sometimes um, when I used to work, I used to see how people would be so mad at their managers to say, why must I do this? You know, Forgetting that you're not actually doing it for the manager. You also need to find it somewhere inside of yourself. You need to be understanding that this is more than just doing this for them. This should be making sense to your own life because you are here spending about eight hours a day, nine hours a day in a space every day, giving yourself to it. There should be something extra, you know, about why you must come to this job besides doing things for your superior. When you start finding your own why behind what you do, you know, it will also start um, alleviating the pressure on you expecting your managers to give you things that you wish or you you were secretly hoping to get out of them so that even if they don't give you or treat you in the manner that you want or applaud you for each and every good thing that you do, you'll still continue to, to work with excellence. You'll still continue to bring your magic in your space no matter what, what is happening around you because it's not about the other person but it's about what you are bringing into the space. You know, I always say to people, that's what we say in vernacular, to say... You create fun for yourself. Yes, it's not about what the next person can give to you, but what is it that you can give to the next person or to give to that space. So wake up every morning, whether you're working virtually or working in a physical place, and decide that today I'm bringing Tavia, Tavia's magic, Tavia's black excellence, into the space. I want to leave something behind each and every day so that every time people have an encounter with me in the office block or in the kitchen, when they leave from me, they'll leave having, you know, rubbed shoulders with somebody who's left something good in them. So decide every day to say, I am going to bring magic, you know, good magic or black excellence or positivity wherever I am going because I want to enjoy 
my journey in, in, in being in the space. I don't want to be um, miserable and bitter and disgruntled all the days of my life. So it's, it's a matter of changing your perspective and making a choice with Mandela to do things differently. What I get from this is that uh, there's opportunity in the answer to the question, why? Absolutely, yes, Abut Manja. Um, in everything that I speak about, I always like to go back to application. So we're speaking about having a why. How do you do this? One of the ways is to uh, be on the lookout for opportunities where possible, Abut Manja. And where possible, if there's no opportunity, Try to create it. If, for instance, you're not in a department or in a, in a, in a, in a group where you know, things are happening, in a, they are not happening in a way that you would have wanted, so the culture of your department is not what you want, then bring it somehow, you know, write notes or send an email to your manager, your superior, or do something small for everybody. So bring that, that sense of inspiration and magic that you would want to see, be the change that you want to see, Abut Manja. Another thing is... Ish, Ostave, Nagwe, Yarkukun. Ah, but ish. you know what? To be continued. Okay. To be continued while you nurse yourself, taking it easy, yes, eating yes. well, getting your rests. This yes. date continues next week. Ne? Yes, sir. So please look after you. I we will. We will see you bright and early next week, Wednesday. Thank you so much for having me, Abuti Manila. Thank you so much, Astavia. Hey, the wise got me scratching my head, but we'll survive. Astavia Noong, behavior expert. Uh, She's back with us next week, same time. A little under the weather, but uh, she's a soldier. She gets up and she gets going. Right here on SFM.